Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. This is our third segment. We're talking today with Matt and Tim uh, from the organization Empower. And we're talking about how uh, these folks have gone over to other countries and instead of pulling teeth, they're teaching people to pull teeth. And that's a different mindset than a lot of people may have in regards to mission work. So we're uh, we're hearing a little bit about all the countries they visited and the places they've seen. So Matt, you, you mentioned in the break that you, when you guys go into a country, you really have to have a mindset, this could be our very last time in this country because of the difficulty of the scenario, politically, religious, conflict, um, all that. Describe that a little bit. Sure. Empower has, has never been hesitant to go into places that are difficult. Um, it could be geographically. It could be from the standpoint of, you know, the government intervening. And really, as a whole, there are certain parts of the world that are becoming more and more closed to the gospel. And that's our primary tool. Now, I think we have the advantage of we are teaching practical skills that the people of that country need. So sometimes we can get into areas where if you just tried to go in as a missionary and say, I want to talk about Jesus, they wouldn't let you in. But there is a certain reality that um, there are some places that once we go in, that might be the last time that we get to go in. So every training that we go in, for instance, in India, it's becoming much more difficult to do work there. So anytime we go into that country, we want to treat it like it's our last trip. We want to train fully from beginning to end to make sure they have the tools that they need in dentistry and also to share the gospel. That's, um, I love that heartbeat because, I mean, that's the heartbeat of Jesus. He empowers the disciples. So he says, in, in essence, I'm out of here, guys. I'm out of here in three and a half years. You will be the ministers. You will be proclaiming the gospel. And uh, we're here today, 2,000 years later, because of how Jesus empowered. And, uh, and you know, I, I, was, I remember uh, years ago when, on my first missions trip, the guy, it was, I was in Indonesia, and his predecessor was not only martyred, but they cannibalized him. And the missionary mm -hmm. said, Kurt, my job is to empower everything that I know in my head, in my heart, in my hands, because I could be martyred myself or I could be exiled off this island. And if I do my job right, Christianity will continue to flourish. But if I don't do the ministry right, if, if it's all dependent upon me, if I don't empower them and train them, they will, uh, the gospel will stop after I leave. And that's the whole, that's your whole heartbeat. Tim, you shared a story in the break about a skeptic who really, really didn't buy into this whole concept. Tell us that story. <laughs> sure. I won't mention names because he's still a dear, dear friend and one of our best teachers. Uh, several years ago, uh, one of my colleagues uh, was not just uh, oppositional. He would stand when we would talk about empowering and basically tell us that what we were doing was tantamount to malpractice and hurting people. Uh, and we shouldn't be doing this. And through a series of events, he himself got injured and could not go do the work anymore himself. And so he said, well, I'm going to go see how this works. And we hear this, by the way, a lot. This is just one, one story. Uh, so he went on a trip with us, and uh, about day three, uh, halfway through the, the third day, where the, the students are pulling teeth, and they're actually on that trip, they were filling teeth as well. And he is standing at the back of the room, and uh, he starts crying, just sobbing. And uh, one of the workers with us went over and said, Dr. Why 
are you sobbing? Are you feeling okay? He said, I just can't believe how wrong I was. I was uh, I was pushing back so hard against what you were doing, and to see these men and women do what we have taught them, I was so blind. And he is now one of our biggest advocates, one of our best instructors, and uh, we are so blessed at how God works in our lives to change <laughs> us. That, so that's 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 a really cool story because. Um, Again, that's the model of Jesus. Uh, we just marvel at, at how Jesus empowered the disciples. And um, but, but Tim, you you made a comment to me the other day about because you you guys are in some of the uh, some difficult countries that you yes. if you just go in as a missionary, they won't let you in. No. But if you go in as a you know a skilled you know either a dental worker or some of these other uh, skills that we're talking about, you go in. They're they're gonna let you in, and um, because you're teaching, you know, health, uh, right? And then you, you made a comment about yeah. Sometimes they might kill a pastor or missionary, but they won't kill a dentist. Talk about right. that a little bit. Sure. Uh, many of many of the ministries we work with globally work in extremely hostile areas um, where the pastors go into an area to share the gospel, and they are either stoned, beaten, or sometimes even killed. Um, Not at all uncommon to hear that. However, one of the transformations we've seen is when we go teach them a skill like extracting teeth or how to do vision or really whatever the, the ministry needs, they can take that skill into a community, and the local leaders who are not believers, mind you, are much more accepting if they're coming to help people. Uh, a story specifically comes to mind. One of our pastors, who is a tremendous evangelist, gifted evangelist, was trying to do outreach into remote areas of his uh, state in, a, in another country, and persecution was great. He was riding his motorcycle, where he'd already made contact with the chief of police, and he was riding his motorcycle because the chief of police had called and said, hey, my mother-in-law has a terrible toothache. Could you come help her? So he hops on his motorcycle and is heading to this other city, the other village, and a young boy, just, you know how kids are, ran out and he hit, bumped the kid with his motorcycle. And uh, the local villagers basically grabbed this pastor, drug him to the police station because they wanted him arrested. The little boy, by the way, was not injured. Uh, but the persecution was there because he was not from that area. And as they walked him up to the steps of the police station, the police chief came out and said, Oh, pa- uh, oh, doctor, we're so glad you're here. My mother-in-law has been waiting. <laughs> and the whole village got to see how this man, who was trained to extract teeth, uh, could come into the community and help them. And, of course, Rottnocker's an evangelist first and foremost. He is now sharing the gospel in this village uh, without persecution, where before he would have definitely been run out. No question, he would have been run out of the village. So, yeah, you may want to kill the preacher, but you don't want to kill your dentist. <laughs> so that's, that provides a lot of safety for the men and women that we train. I, 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 that, that makes so much sense. 
because of the hostility that's you know around the world when you when you start talking about isis and you're talking about the 1040 window and you talk about um there's big hunks of the world where we cannot really get in as gospel presenters as our primary goal um and mission but if we go in kind of through the back door to do other skills um Matt, you were t- saying in the break, there's uh, there's other skills. There's a there's a lady, maybe it was Tim. You guys were talking about a lady from Texas who mm-hmm. wanted to just go teach folks how to sew and how to make clothing. Does, I'll comment to that. Okay, uh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, a young lady, uh, about eighty years old, actually. Uh, <laughs> found out about us, and I'm really not even sure how she found out about us, but she found us on the Internet and made a phone call to our office and said that uh, she felt God was calling her. She couldn't do dentistry. She couldn't do anything, but she was a good seamstress and felt like God was calling her to do that. Could we help her? And as I use the term very loosely, as luck would have it, as God would have it, actually, there was a ministry in Africa that needed... uh, they needed clothing. They needed some a, a clothes maker, a dressmaker, a suit maker, uh, but they had no training. So this lady went over and trained men and women how to sew clothing and to pass it out. Actually, here's the cool thing. They sell it. They support themselves and their families, and they're able to share the gospel by what it, I think in the Bible even this happened. They were in the marketplace sharing the gospel in the marketplace. Well, speaking so this of marketplaces, lady, eighty-something years old, goes and shares shares her skill. That's 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 awesome. That's so cool. Talking about marketplaces, Tim uh, or Matt, where are some other areas globally that you guys are? We've seen great progress, especially in Asia and Africa. So we've talked about Ghana. There's um, Nigeria. I know we've spent some time in Indonesia. Um, again, just some really difficult countries that are that are closed and one one of the great things about this model you know I'm a, I'm a math guy so I think in terms of numbers we ask the people that we train in dental extraction we ask them to commit two days a week to this work they have other things they may want to do but we say please do it for two days um, and we ask them to see at least 10 patients a day so that's basically um, in, in those two days 10 patients a day for two days so that's 20 patients in a week you take out the numbers, that's a 1,000 patients in a year that hear the gospel from the person that we have trained. And you think about the model that Jesus had for us, disciples making disciples. You know, everyone that you train has the impact just to have thousands of people. And um, we, we estimate that through Empower, hundreds of thousands have heard the gospel from indigenous believers, not from us you know, talking about dental extraction, but from the addition. That's awesome. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back for our fourth and final segment. We're going to hear a couple more stories from these guys. We're also going to hear kind of the so what portion. So what? What does that mean to us as guys living here or living in this country? What do we do? What can we do with Empower maybe to help serve with them or alongside them? But how can their idea also impact our own life? So we're going to come back. We'll take a break on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our fourth and unfortunately final segment of today's show. 
we get to these four segments. We'd love to have another 10 segments because of these folks that we talk to because they're just incredible stories that God is writing around the world. And we're talking to Matt and Tim today uh, about uh, empower approach and that ministry. We're going to give you some more information about them at the end of this show. If you want to say, hey, how can I help? Uh, and speaking of help, we want to thank our sponsor, l and Credit Union, for helping have us a commercial-free podcast that you can listen to. Uh, if you just hearing a little bit of this and you want to hear more of it on Monday morning, depending on when you hear this, we have all of our live shows that are aired on the weekend as a podcast. So you can go to uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook, and just type in Solid Steps Radio, and you can hear all of our shows in their entirety, commercial-free. Thanks to our great sponsors like LNN Credit Union. So, Matt, you talked about in the break, um, th- there's uh, these d- d- a dental guy can train three to four folks in a five-day window and you're a numbers guy I like li- mm-hmm. so I mean just over the over a one period of one year these four folks that are trained can can minister to how many people sure uh, well to, to take a step back just a little bit if, if, if you're thinking about numbers and, and you think about the need it's kind of staggering if you take a look at the studies that the World Health Organization has done Dental care and vision care are the two leading health care needs in the developing world, and, and many times those issues cause death. And the World Health Organization also did a study to see how many dentists were in these parts of the world. And basically, they said for every million people, there are two dentists. <laughs> and, and those are in the big cities. So, and we go into rural areas many times where there are absolutely there's no care whatsoever. Um, so you think about those numbers and you think, wow, how, how in the world can we make an impact? But to step back in, you know, one dentist can basically train three or four believers, um, indigenous believers in that area to do dental work. And if we have, you know, let's say we have three dentists on our trip, they can train 12 dentists, basically, or dental workers. And, you know, 12 is kind of a significant number in the Bible. Um, so we, you know, as we talked about before, um, one one dental worker can see a thousand patients in a year if they do basically the minimum that we ask us to do. You start to multiply that out, it gets into the hundreds of thousands. And if these folks are able to also train um, believers after we're gone, the numbers it, it becomes multiplication, um, and that's and that's what we're all about. That's uh, that is so cool. So, okay, so Tim, okay, I'm not a dentist. I'm, you know, I'm a pastor, but you know, let's say it's it's Chad over here who sells real estate, and he wants to learn. He 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 can't learn full blown dentistry, but he wants to go with you on a trip like one of these trips. What 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 happens? What what can you train him to do? Number one, I would say pray that God opens the door. Okay. Show you what skill it is that He wants you to use. If you still don't have the answer, but you have a willing spirit call our office. We will teach you how to do something. I can teach how to do vision, uh, basic vision training, and pass out glasses. I can teach an American how to do that in 30 minutes, and then they can go share that skill globally. So that's doable, easy to do. Or we can teach you how to do sterilization, because sterilization in developing countries is almost unheard of, even in the government-trained dentists. Um, In in uh, Myanmar, I was told that they don't teach them how to sterilize instruments with steam, which is the best way. We teach that. I can teach you, Kurt, how to sterilize instruments correctly and clean them. You can pass that skill on on a trip. 
Mm. That's just two examples. But I'll bet you almost everyone out here has a skill that is teachable. We just need for God to reveal it to us. So, Okay, so uh, our listeners, are they want to know, how do I get involved? How do I get connected? How do, what, do, what do they need to do? Matt? Sure. Um, there are many ways to, uh, to get connected. Um, certainly check out our uh, website, um, M, the letter M, powerapproach.org. We have more information about uh, the different areas that we're involved in. Um, and uh, we also have a, a Facebook um, page with, with some updates that you'll find uh, from us as well with stories and things that, that maybe folks might resonate with and connect with. What about a phone number? Uh, I got a, I got a phone number here for the folks 502-544-9031. Is that right? That's correct. I can't read my yeah, own hand. Give us handle. a call. Yeah. So so listeners, if you are interested in being a part of Empower, that's M as in mom, not N, but M Power Approach. Dot org. Org. Guys. Uh, uh, we'd love to have you partner with this ministry and go somewhere around the world and uh, and make a difference for the cause of Christ and for his kingdom. You know, Tim, um, I- I'm still, I, this is fascinating to me how you got incorporated into this. And, and really, um, when you first went, were you a little skeptical or not? I was very skeptical. Uh, but I will tell you this, my very first trip, going back to the very first segment, my first trip was a doing trip to South India. After that trip, uh, on the plane ride back, I looked at my wife and I said, Debbie, this is, my eyes are opened. I'm going to pray that God's going to use me however he wants to. Whenever he wants to use me, wherever he wants me to go, I want to do that. I had no idea it would be empowering ministries. I had no idea. So the willingness to pray in fear and trepidation, mind you, uh, opened all these doors. So I would challenge anyone listening. First step, pray. Pray for us. Pray for yourself. God will show up. It is an amazing, amazing journey. Um, Tim, so that first trip that you went to as a dentist, you yes. ministered to about how many people? You you served and did dental work, what, a couple hundred people? Oh, I took out, I think, two teeth that entire week, but the students we trained took out over 300. <laughs> oh, and they were sharing the gospel in their language. That's incredible. That's the impact. So, so and, and Tim, how many, how many trips have you taken in the last five years or so? Oh, in the last, since I started with Empower, I've probably taken 20, so 15 t- or 20. So uh, 20 yeah. trips, and in those 20 yeah. trips, you train at least three to four. Two or three, four, yeah. Yeah, I've really never done the numbers. I'm not a numbers guy like Matt. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we've trained two, three, four uh, students. Um, currently, I'm getting ready to go back to West Africa to, to, to train them how to make partial dentures, and I have two students we're training there. Um, it, it varies based on the local ministry, but yeah, but these men and women that are trained probably are extracting upwards of just the ones that I've trained, and it's not about me, but you asked the question, they're probably extracting five or 6,000 teeth a year, uh, while I'm sleeping here in my bed, uh, it, it's 
the multiplication ministry is just an amazing concept. You, you go, you train, you come back here, you do continue to do your ministry here and do dental work here, and meanwhile, thousands of people are being influenced and impacted for the yeah. kingdom because of what yeah. you did and trained. I, I, that just is awesome. <laughs> I just, I just love that. Um, Tim, Matt, uh, it has been great to have you on the show. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for what you guys do. Thanks for making a difference for the cause of Christ and uh, for just sharing your hearts today. I'm going to ask both of you, just, uh, would you just pray for us guys that we would catch a glimpse of this, uh, the ministry of Christ and uh, just pray for our listeners. Would you pray? Matt, why don't you start? And Tim, would you close? Absolutely. Sure. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful to serve such an amazing God. We're so thankful that you are active all around the world, God, with uh, believers, and we're thankful that one day all those believers will be united in your kingdom. God, I just pray for all the listeners today that if there is anyone who has a special skill that you have gifted them with and you are pulling on their heart in order to be involved with the gospel and that skill, God, I pray that you continue to press forward in them and help them to uh, move to that next step and maybe learn how to empower other believers. Father, I'll just add that open our eyes open our hearts to see the the greatness of this world and the need globally. The men and women that listen to this podcast and listen to this broadcast, Father, uh, touch their hearts, open their eyes, make us willing servants of yours, and just encourage, encourage us to get involved in your work, Father. Mm. Help us to be about your business because you are worthy. Mm. In Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. And again, if you want to get connected with this ministry, the, the website is M, as in Mary, the, uh, the letter mpowerapproach.org. Uh, look them up. You can also go to their Facebook page, like them, so that way you can see that in front of you on a regular basis. Their local phone number here, uh, we, I say local, we're based out of Louisville, but if you're listening anywhere in the world, you can reach them at area code 502-544-9031. And I don't know if my four is a nine or a four, but anyway, <laughs> you go to their website, you'll be able to, to hear about them. Uh, I, I'm reminded of Jesus when he said, go and make disciples of all nations. God is not an American. He sees the world globally. The people who are brown and yellow and different skin colors and different areas around the world is just as important to the folks that you see in the mirror. So for you and I to say I have no part of the global process is basically denying Jesus, mm -hmm. right? So there is a role that you should play in the world. What is it? Maybe this is it. Look into it and, and take that talent that God has given you out into the globe. So thank you, Matt. Thank you, Tim. And thank you, listeners, for listening. Uh, we are Solid Steps Radio. 